Hey everybody, welcome to the roundtable number 15. This is my interview with Liz Tice about Realmworks. We're going to get into that in a second, but first I want to remind you to use the affiliate links whenever you shop on Amazon or D&D Classics to help support the Tome Show and all the great podcasts that are on it, like the roundtable. I also want to thank our sponsor for this podcast, NobleKnight.com. They're a brick and mortar game store that also exists online, and they have all sorts of products, any edition, any game, out of print, new, whatever. They got it. You should definitely check them out. You can also sell them your old gaming products you aren't using anymore. NobleKnight.com. Go check it out. Hello. Hello, citizens. Oh, thank goodness. Adventurers, we need a noble knight. Perhaps you can slay the beast of retail and reap the promises of riches. Riches? Yes. Great prices, out-of-print games, the latest releases, and a magic box that converts all of your old loot into cash or new loot. But why? Fantastic. I'll do it. Yes. Well... You see, the beast he kidnapped the mayor and can only be slain by the most noble of knights. Yes, yes, yes. I said I'll do it. Yes, the thing is, I was talking to her. What? Fear not, kind citizen. The noble knight will save the day, rescue the lord in distress, and liberate all that loot in a way only possible at Noble Knight. If you'd like to get your hands on Noble Knight's loot, head over to thetomeshow.com and click on the link in the show notes for this episode. And don't forget to tell them that the Tome Show sent you. Ha! I got to do something to help out. All right. Here is my interview with Liz Tice. She is an awesome person who has a great gamer background. She started gaming when she was five years old. And now she is working on this passion project with a whole bunch of gamers who have been in the industry for about 20 years on this great product called Realmworks, which is made to help DMs and players at the table. You can get immersed really easily. She's got a lot of cool stuff to say about it. You know what? She describes it better than me, so why don't we just get into the interview right now? Well, Liz, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate you being on the roundtable. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to talk all about the wonderful product that you and your team have contributed to and created this Realmsworks thing that is uh, pretty awesome. I have to say as a DM, <laughs> I'm very excited to have my hands on this. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And thank you for creating this thing that there's a big need for, and uh, it's it's more than a than a wiki, I would say. Um, you know, there's a lot more than meets the eye. You can do a ton of stuff with this software. Yeah, uh, we're really excited about what Realmworks is going to bring to uh, game masters and to tabletop role playing in general. Um, I'm pretty excited to lead you through it and uh, explain to both you and anyone listening um, how it can bring a, a new a new feel and, and a new dimension to your tabletop games. Absolutely. And it seems like it's something that can be integrated into a virtual table, which is something I, I feel passionate about because I do a lot of my gaming on a virtual table. So uh, Realmworks is not a virtual tabletop. And this is uh, something that um, maybe there's some confusion um, from people because if you look at it, you, it looks similar to a virtual tabletop when you're just looking at pictures. But um, it was very important to us that we 
um, not go into that space since there's a lot of great programs out there already. So Realmworks is great to complement your virtual tabletop uh, tool, whatever you're using already. Um, and I'll explain a little bit how it differs and um, some of the benefits you'll see using Realmworks versus um, a virtual tabletop. Absolutely. And I should be clear about that as well. I meant it is a wonderful complement to a virtual table <laughs> in itself is not a virtual table, uh, which there right. are plenty of out there. I would say Realmworks is more unique. Um, but before we get into that, why don't you take us back? Take us back to the moment when Liz first laid hands on a tabletop RPG. What was the game? Set the scene for us and tell us about how you got into this gaming thing. Okay, so I am going to reveal um, my age a little bit. Um, the fact that I am uh, probably younger uh, than <laughs> most people would expect. Um, so I uh, was probably five or six. I was sitting at my dining room table with my dad and my mom. And my dad was the GM and he was leading me through um, uh, an adventure he had created using advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yes. And uh, I was a unicorn and I had, to, <laughs> I, had to, I had to save my mother from the evil lizard men, I believe. <laughs> um, and uh, my, my dad's going to give me a hard time if I got the monster wrong. Oh, man. Um, and... <laughs> I finally found the lizard men, and of course, this is the point at which you are supposed to battle the bad guys in order to free whomever you're trying to save. And apparently, being a young um, child, instead of battling him, I said, why can't we just be friends? <laughs> at which my dad went, well, uh, well why not? And apparently... Um, I became friends with the lizard men instead of battling them. So that was my first introduction to role-playing games, and I loved it. Um, I was the the type of child that would, um, you know, take a computer printer paper and crayons and create my own stories and my own books for for my family members. Um, I was a ham, so I was always <laughs> the one that would. Um, uh, lead my poor cousins in pageants and, and plays whenever they came over. So um, role-playing games just sort of made sense. Um, so I, I continued to play Dungeons & Dragons with my family as I grew up. Um, we always had a tradition of playing uh, playing Dungeons & Dragons into the new, new year. So that was always a New Year's Eve activity at uh, my house or our, our family friend's house. Every year, my dad would um, run a game for all of us. And it really just became a part of my life. I, I got into other types of gaming. I, I, I played magic. I played um, computer games. I played console games. Um, but I always seemed to come back to, to role-playing games. So um, that sort of was a part of my life, my whole entire life. And then I ended up joining Lone Wolf, um, which was an unexpected but uh, exciting way to bring my um, love for the hobby into my um, my professional experience and, and uh, into the workplace. Absolutely. So how did you go from being a casual gamer to adding it to the professional resume. Is this your first stint in the professional gaming world here working for Lone Wolf? It is my first, uh, my first stint. Yes. Um, I, uh, got into Lone Wolf sort of unexpectedly. I was, um, chatting with, um, 
So my husband is actually a developer for them. And um, he, he's been a developer with them longer than I've um, been with Lone Wolf in my role. And I was chatting with um, uh, a couple of uh, different people within the company about um, their marketing and social media. And then chatting with them turned into a, a position. Um, so <laughs> it, it just happened to work out that they were looking for someone with my skill set at the time. And, um, I was, uh, I was working in higher education at the time. Um, but I was moving out to, um, California and it just worked out perfectly. Um, and it's, it's great because, uh, I, I, I'm passionate about the products that we provide. I'm passionate about the, the hobby and, um, it's, it's a way to, provide or to support, um, these tools that I think make a, make a big difference in, in furthering the hobby and keeping, uh, people involved. Yeah. It seems like great work that you guys are doing over there. It seems, uh, one of the things I'm very passionate about is you seem to celebrate all systems of play. You celebrate the popular guys, you celebrate the little guys, you know, it's, uh, Realmsworks is a, uh, system neutral, uh, yes, products, yes. which is pretty awesome. I, I love that, that no matter what game you're playing, no matter what edition of what game you're playing, you can go out there, you can use this. It's going to be useful to you. Uh, it's useful for, for even world building before you start a campaign. And we're, we're going to get into that in one second, but I have one more question about your own path, which mm -hmm. is on the website, there's this wonderful video that takes you through everything and sort of gives you a preview of what you can do with the product. Are you the voice that is taking us through the product? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. All right. <laughs> so if you go to the website and you watch the video, you're going to hear a very familiar voice, So, which is just dawning on me now as I'm listening to you. <laughs> It's true. I've had a few people just sort of comment randomly on the videos of, about my voice, and it's kind of odd. Um, I've never had that particular experience before. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's been fun. Um, it'll be interesting to see if anyone recognizes my voice when uh, we go to Gen Con and I um, talk with, you know, hundreds of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I mean, I, I won't, I won't lie. I'll take autographs if necessary. But <laughs> <laughs> What is it that you are doing there with Lone Wolf? You said you're, you're dabbling in the social media and marketing space, but what exactly are the things that you're doing over there? Oh my goodness. I do. I'm sort mm -hmm. of the, uh, the, the marketing community, uh, manager, but sort of catch all <laughs> type, type person. So I, I dabble in, and by dabble, I mean, I'm involved in the tech support, um, side of things. So Whoa. if, if you, uh, email our support team, um, even if I'm not the one that emails back, I'm sort of making sure that that's running, uh, running smoothly and that people are getting responses within our three day time window. Um, so if, if, it involves customer or or just user interaction. I'm likely involved. Um, I'm also uh, this year um, running the logistics for Gen Con. So um, hopefully you won't notice uh, anything super crazy for Gen Con if I've done my job correctly. Hopefully everything just runs smoothly and you're able to go and enjoy yourself and say, oh, I saw Lone Wolf. It was wonderful. So that's, that's my goal. So... You are essentially the marketing, PR, and customer service department for Lone Wolf. 
<laughs> it's true. I uh, I sometimes joke I'm the marketing team of one, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know it's a it's a lot, um, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I've been able to meet some uh, great people in the the industry and had some great interactions with uh, our users. So it's it's been uh, definitely a, a a learning experience being a marketing team of one, but um, a lot of fun at the same time. Well, it's awesome, and you guys have a great product. And why don't we talk a little bit about Realmworks? Can you start, actually, I know you guys did a Kickstarter uh, Uh a little while ago. Was that to get you guys kicked off, or where did the idea for this become from, and how did it grow? Yeah, um, so this actually has been an idea of our company owners for a long time. Um, it, It really was an idea that he had back when he started the company. And we're excited to say that uh, in September, it will be our 20th anniversary. Um, a lot of people don't know that because they know that um, Lone Wolf is, is a small company, but we're we're a pretty mature small company. <laughs> um, so our owner is, is into tabletop games, whether that's war games or, or role-playing games. And he he's a GM. So he had um, this idea of something that is like Realmworks um, back when he first got into the hobby. But he realized that um, really the technology wasn't where it needed to be in order for him to realize his goal. So he kind of took that idea and put put it over uh, on the back burner and said, all right, not right now. Um, And instead focused on um, one of our other products, Army Builder, which was our first product, and then um, oversaw the development and release of Hero Lab, which um, uh, some some listeners might be uh, familiar with. Tell us a little bit about Hero Lab for those who don't know. Yeah, so um, Hero Lab is a character creation tool, um, and we have support for a couple of different game systems. Um, the one we're most known for, I, or the two we're most known for, for are uh, Pathfinder and Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Right now, we support Shadowrun four, and we'll have Shadowrun uh, five support soon. Um, we also have character creation support for Mutants Mastermind, um, New Worlds of Darkness. Uh, uh, let's see what else, Savage Worlds, and and a couple of other systems. So if you're looking for a character creation tool, definitely check out Hero Lab. Um, but that, that's been out for actually a, a while now. Yeah, a pretty uh, significant amount of time. Yeah, so um, about uh, four to five years ago, um, Rob, our, our company owner, said, okay, I, th- I, think, I think it's time. I think I can finally um, start working on my, my dream project. Um, and so he and, and some other developers, um, which from now on will be called the Realmworks team, um, <laughs> started, started building what would become Realmworks. And um, I think something that is incredibly beneficial is that all of these team members are game masters so they were building this tool trying to solve the problems that they have experienced themselves (laughs) uh, behind the gm screen so um i'm sure so many of these problems are common to people you know you you have a long-term story and um people don't remember what happened in a session that happened like a month or two ago and who can blame them. Or if you have a campaign that's been spanning over many, many years, I mean, it's kind of really hard to 
figure out when people learned something. Um, was it a year ago? Was it two years ago? What exactly did they learn? Or, uh, you know, you're trying to do a recap and you have notes and your players have notes and they aren't the same. So all of those issues are, are ones that every GM uh, has experienced or will experience sometime in their, in their future. And um, so the developers were, were coming at Realmworks trying to solve those problems. So I think that is a, a great benefit um, for for our users because um, there's going to be maybe a few issues that um, users experience as a GM that that we didn't put into Realmworks. But if that happens, tell us and we'll we'll try to implement it. We've already been um, able to um, work on implementing uh, user requests and we'll continue to to take those requests into consideration. All right, so let's get into it. We've heard a lot about it. We've talked around it. What is <laughs> Realmworks? What is this uh, thing that is so useful and that was this dream of, of 20 years that, uh, yes. that has finally come to fruition? So uh, I think uh, any GM that has ever ran a game or, or built a world has struggled with, with managing that uh, campaign building or, or, or running of the game because it's just so much information and work and it, it, there's not many tools out there that allows you to keep everything within one system. So Realmworks is um, a campaign management tool for RPGs. Um, you can have your story information, so you can you can type up um, information about your world in, in, into Realmworks. You can add images, you can add maps, you can add stat blocks, you can add PDFs, you can add Hero Lab portfolios, um, and even audio and video. So anything that will help you flesh out your world, flesh out your game, you can add it into Realmworks. Um, you can also uh, visualize plots. So if you have um, a story with um, different plots and, and uh, branches within the stories that characters can take, you can actually add those into our storyboard in Realmworks. Um, this is perfect for visual people like me that want to see how the players, theoretically, unless they choose a different thing to do, how they'll <laughs> potentially go through my story. Um, you can keep track of relationships. So if you have a lot of different characters within your world and they're connected in various ways, not just maybe related, but maybe even this person is friends with this person or this in NPC is the supervisor of this other NPC, you can keep track of all those relationships within Realmworks. Um, Another important um, benefit that you'll see in uh, Realmworks is that you can actually keep track of what information the players know and what they don't know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Very this, helpful. This is very helpful. And also, it's, it's the groundwork for um, uh, a part of Realmworks that we call Fog of World. Mm. So Nice. Uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Right? Yeah, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> so uh, 
in in Realmworks, um, we have something called the the player view view window, and um, you can show this player view window on your laptop, or you can set up an external monitor. And what I like to do is set up a large flat screen TV for my <laughs> player view window, um, and so it's it's big, and the players can avoid it. Um, and what you can do is any piece of information um, that the players know, or if you've um, shown them a picture, uh, uh, or if you have a picture of the, the NPC that they just met, or if you have a map that's applicable to where they are, you can show that on the player view. Ah, okay. okay. Yes. So instead of just describing what's happening in the scene, now you have visual aids or, or text up there for them to reference and have available to them as they're um, role-playing through the scene what we call um, immersing your players into the story. Um, and I think from personal experience, it adds uh, a new flavor to the, um, to the table that I think uh, it's kind of uh, missing or, or, or harder to achieve when you're just reading from a piece of paper or reading from a Word document. So I, I'm a fan of it. Um, I've already said I'm a visual person, but... Um, the, the fed feedback from my players has been positive as well. Uh, there's so much more in, in Realmworks. Um, there's uh, an ability. So I, I said you can reveal information to um, players. You When you tell Realmworks the players have learned this piece of information, you can actually go back later and find out when... Um, and not just the date, but also the time ah. that you <laughs> a particular piece of information. Um, so Really, Realmworks not only helps you engage your players, but um, it helps you uh, cut down on your, on your session prep um, because I'm sure many, many people have experienced the, the time spent trying to find a particular information or, yes. or, or um, trying to remember what the players have learned. And it also helps you um, build uh, richer worlds because it gives you so many prompts and, and gives you the tools to, um, build out and flesh out every aspect of your world. Well, and there's two things that I think really do help make the session prep go faster. And as in, as far as looking up what you have done before, one is, you know, when you have a notebook filled with notes and chicken scratch and stuff, um, <laughs> it's hard to search and you can, d yes. you don't remember like when did this happen? And, uh, Realmsworks has a very handy search and tag feature. Yes. Um, yes. Full text search. Um, so you can easily, uh, search for not only the name of a, a person or a place, um, in, in your, in your world or realm as we call it, um, but you can also search for for text um, or or file names that are within each um, topic. We call it topic. If you're um, used to wiki or wiki like applications, they call it articles. So um, mm -hmm. that's that's a term you'll hear me use. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so the other thing that seems really great, and and if you've ever run a wiki or a blog, this automatically links pieces of information for you. Um, you know, it, yeah. it automatically creates yeah. links, uh, which is one of the things that is kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it not only takes time to manually create, create links, but I mean, we're human. 
it's it's easy to to miss um, where you were supposed to make a link, and then you're trying to find information. And you're like, oh darn, I forgot to link that. So um, it yeah, it's Realmworks is really smart. Um, it will um, if you have Bob the Innkeeper, and then you have Bob's Tavern. Um, if you are mentioning Bob the Innkeeper in Bob's Tavern, it will say, do you want to connect to? Bob the Inkkeeper, and you say, yes, Realmworks, I do. And um, you create the create the link. And um, if one thing I want to point out, because when people hear that, they go, oh, man, I don't want to type Bob the Inkkeeper everywhere. Um, <laughs> but you can actually uh, use what we call aliases and um, give Bob the Inkkeeper the alias of Bob. <laughs> um, and then once you have that, anytime you type in Bob, Realmworks will prompt you to make the link. So it's it's very smart, um, very easy to create links between your content, and um, great for for navigating um, throughout your your content during a game. Um, I will. I was so sh- shocked. I mean, I gosh, I worked for Lone Wolf, and um, my first uh, game with Realmworks, I was a little skeptical that you know it would not stall play. But I was sitting there, and my my players were going through the scene and I was just moving through all, all of the different topics related to their scene and it, it didn't stall playing. And I was kind of sitting there in shock, like, Oh my gosh, I'm keeping up with them. This is amazing. Um, but it's, it's, if you take advantage of the links and you take advantage of, um, some of the other great features in Realmworks, it's, it, it's nice to not be sitting there flipping within a, a, a book or scrolling through a PDF, trying to find the um, relevant information at the table. Absolutely. You know, the thing I have found is that because of that searching, you're not flipping through a book, you're not, players tend to uh, occasionally go off the rails. You know, they, they want to go explore <laughs> yep. something that uh, is maybe not what you've prepped for that night for that yes. session. Um, and then you have to go flipping through your, your source books or your homebrew world books, notes that you've made. And, um, you know, it, it, it makes it a lot easier to improv on the fly because you can say, all oh, right, that's what I had going on over here here's my outline for what i was going to put in this blank spot on a map and you can sort of do that on the fly without saying why don't we all order pizza and in a half hour i'll be ready for this you know (laughs) exactly exactly um and and i think one thing that um you know some people will be maybe thinking that their players might take some unique path um so you can actually prepare a couple of topics uh, or, or, and by topics, I mean like people that they could potentially meet or places or things and sort of have them in, related to your story, related to your world, but sort of in the wings in case people decide to go a little crazy um, with the path that they take or, or the, um, or the storyline they follow. But it's, it's quite easy to adjust on the fly because you have all of that information on um, at your fingertips. Another feature, which is great, um, you know, if, if your players are mentioning, hey, maybe we should check out this person or, or this place and you don't want to forget it, um, we have the user notes in Realmworks. Um, so you can just jot down a note um, so that you can remember it after the game is done. Um, and just like in topics if you mention something or someone that you have already created it will create a link 
Oh, wow. Yes. So that is something you can't do by jotting down on a post-it or jotting in a notebook. Um, and you can see, you, I'm, I'm sure anyone listening can see the potential with having that, uh, having your notes be able to link into your content. The other thing that I, I, I think is, is good and helps with seamless play is you were talking about how you can throw a map up on the screen or a portrait of a character or some information. Um, can you throw multiple uh, items or assets up at once? So you have a character portrait and then you also have a list of attributes uh, that the guy has. And it'll say, Bob the Innkeeper, he runs the Red Dragon Inn and he's mean and he's got a scar under one eye. Yes, you can. Um, so for instance, uh, I was running a, a 13th age campaign um, with my family recently and I had an image um, of an, the the icons. Um, and for anyone who's not familiar with the 13th age game setting, um, there are 13 icons and they're sort of like gods, but sort of not going in and explaining what they are would take too much time, but, um, (laughs) they're important for, for backstory for my players. So before the game even started, I was using Realmworks to explain these icons. So I would bring up an image for the icon and then I would bring up, um, the, the information, the text, that they as as people within the world would know. And so I was able to have the picture up f- for them for as reference and as sort of um a way for them to to feel like okay, I I ha- I'm able to connect with this icon that my character would know and then had the text there for for reference as I was describing um, the icon's role within the story. So uh, you can definitely put up different assets. You could have a map and then a picture of the monster that's in the dungeon and then also um, information that the players know about that monster as they enter the dungeon. So uh, it's very, very um, uh, customizable and, and you can put up whatever is uh, relevant to the story at the time. So Realmworks is out now, right? You guys just released? Yes, um, we released at, uh, at the end of March. Um, so it, it's still relatively new, but the feedback has just been phenomenal. So we're, we're excited to uh, hear more from our users as they continue to play with it. A lot of people are entering content right now. Um, so we're, we've started to have people telling us how, how it worked at the table, and we're excited to hear um, more uh, uh, from users who actually used it in gameplay. Are you guys going to go after like novelists and TV writers and guys who do, <laughs> like I feel I could see the Marvel universe using this and you know I could see comic book writers at George R R Martin could certainly use this to keep track of his you know um yeah. it's it's also a world it's just great for building worlds and stories even outside of tabletop role playing games have you guys thought about approaching those people i know that's probably in the distant future but but really as a person who works in tv like super helpful it's a super helpful tool <laughs> yeah um it's funny we've had a lot of people mention that and it, it it has crossed our minds but right now our focus is on um the tabletop role playing uh gamers we we have some features that aren't out in Realmworks yet, but are um, on our to-do list and, and important parts of Realmworks. So we're working on um, getting those features out. And then when um, when we're in a place where we say, okay, we're, we're happy where things are right now, we'll, we'll probably look at other, um, other 
markets at that point. I can't wait to hear about J.J. Abrams someday using <laughs> Realmworks. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get to your to-do list, because I do want to hear what's on that, and I'm sure everybody out there also does, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about what do you get right now? So if I go and purchase Realmworks right now, what do I get and how much is it going to cost? Okay, fair enough. Um, so if you purchase Realmworks right now, uh, you will get the um, Realmworks product, uh, which is going to be an electronic download for Windows, um, and it's going to be $49.99. Now, if you purchase it right now, um, not only do you get Realmworks, but you also get six months of our cloud service for free. And um, I want to say this right now, you do not need cloud service in order to use Realmworks. There are some um, perks to having cloud service, which I will explain a little later. Um, But if you uh, just want to create content, create worlds, um, share share your worlds with your players via the player view that I described earlier... Um, you don't need the cloud service. Um, So what does the cloud service get you? Uh, Well, you can use the cloud service to um, back up your your realms to the cloud. So if your computer ever um, dies a horrible death, um, you you won't lose all of your your game information because it will be stored on the cloud. Um, If uh, in the future um, we will have a, um, pl- we will have player accounts, um, which your players can use to actually view revealed information on their own computers or their own devices. Um, so in order to share that information with your players, you will need to um, be using the cloud because you have to get the information from your computer to their computer. <laughs> um, and then also in the future, we'll have um, a content market, um, which I can explain a little bit more. Um, but it will allow you to get public uh, uh, inf- adventures, campaign settings, um, general uh, game information from publishers uh, for sale through publishers. And then you'll also be able to share your custom creations with other um, GMs. So in order to purchase um, information or or adventures or other uh, campaign settings from publishers or get it from other GMs, you'll need the cloud for that as well. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Are you saying that I can buy... So through Realmworks, this is something that's in the future, not happening right now, but... You're saying that I could buy uh, a, a product in Adventure, say, from a publisher, and then it would all—all all the information that I would enter into Realmworks myself would all come with that adventure and be already loaded up into Realmworks. Yes, that is the future. Wow, that is awesome. That is lazy GMing right there, and I am all about it. I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, and what's exciting, you know, I think some people might hear that and go, oh, okay, yeah, you're actually going to make that happen and not really believe that it's it's going to happen because I think there's been some um, some pr- similar promises in the past. Um, mm-hmm. But what we're excited to say is we al- already have publishers and, and licenses in place to provide that. So if you go onto our website, you can see the full list of adventures and campaign settings that we already have 
agreed to put into Realmworks um, some of the the um, ones that I think people are uh, quite excited for are um, uh, let's see the Pirates uh, Pirates Guide to Freeport from Green Running Publishing Razor Coast from Vragod Games um, we even have some uh, the the Blood Drive trilogy from Savage Worlds and then we're in we're in discussions with other publishers to provide their camp. Uh, campaign settings and adventures and and general game information into Realmark. So it it's not a a vision without sustenance. We <laughs> uh, we actually have um, publishers on board right now. So we're really excited about that. Absolutely, those are some big names you're dropping there. This this is not small potatoes we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, so, we're so excited. You get six months free of the cloud. Uh huh. You get the product itself. Yes. How much is the cloud normally per per month? So once your six months are up, you can, like I said, choose to not continue the cloud. But if you want to continue the cloud, um, you'll have two options. You can continue it for six months or you can continue it for a year. If you choose to do six months, it's going to be um, $24.99. And then <laughs> if you want a year... Of course, that's going to be a better deal. So you're going to pay $39.99. It's a pretty darn good deal. Uh, and if if you're, uh, you know, I was talking with someone yesterday and they mentioned, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a sort of um, random GM. I'll GM and then my friends will GM and then I'll GM again. So for you, it might make, uh, for that type of person, it might make more sense to do the six months of cloud service if you want to take advantage of the benefits um, with the cloud. But if you're someone that... Um, GM is is the group GM <laughs> as my poor GM is, or um, you know really uh, enjoys GMing a lot of different games. Then it might make more sense for you to go with the year. Are there any plans for you guys to release on other formats? Have you thought about releasing on uh, like on iOS or on Android or anything like that? Yeah, so that's a great question, and and one of our our goals and, and our vision move, moving forward is to bring um, Realmworks to the web in uh, a, f- a web application type form. So um, what's nice about the web is that it can be used on any device that has access to the internet. Um, so if you're on your laptop, you'll be able to um, run Realmworks as long as if you have an internet connection. If you want to use it on your tablet, you can use it on your tablet, um, your device of choice. So it might might not be feasible to build uh, your campaign from your phone, but if you wanted to, you could. <laughs> so um, so that is that is where we're we're moving towards in the future. Um, that's definitely down the line, um, but it's it's our current current goal. Um, and you'll see the, the starts of that as we bring um, our, our web-based um, player view uh, uh, out um, later this year. And um, that's going to be sort of, uh, sort of like a, a, um, just a web page that players can go to and, and see what their GM has revealed within, um, during, during game sessions. So if you, um, instead of having to you know, write up a summary that you email out to your players um, after a game, instead you can say, okay, just go to the, um, the, the web page for, for our game and take a look at what happened there. Um, the, the players will also have the opportunity to, 
to purchase a player edition of Realmworks that will do um, some very similar things, but um, with all the same great features as the GM edition. So full text searching, um, user notes, etc. cetera. Uh, so they'll have both options um, at their disposal. The player edition version of Realmworks we're, we're planning to release next month. Gotcha. And is the player edition, is that it's the same price and everything? No, it's actually going to be um, significantly uh, less expensive. Uh, we don't have a release uh, price yet, but we're we're going to be announcing that um, sometime before we actually release the product. Uh, don't have a a deadline uh, or, or a date yet when we'll be announcing the price, but it should be coming out um, within the next month. Is there anything we haven't covered? Uh, well, actually, I was thinking about it, and um, there is something that we didn't cover, and I'd like to sort of plug this because this is one of my favorite things uh, to talk about. So I think I mentioned um, that with the with the player view, you can reveal um, uh, bits of information and images to uh, to their players uh, through the player view window, but I didn't really talk about the potential when it comes to maps. So um, you, if you go into our website, you'll see a bunch of different screenshots with Realmworks. And one of our favorite things to put into these screenshots are maps, just because they're awesome. Um, and uh, if you have a map, you can actually um, use what we call uh, our, our conceal overlay um, and uh, conceal the areas of the map where the players haven't explored. Um, or, or haven't uh, learned about. And um, what's nice about this is that it's not that you have an exposed part of a large image and the rest of the image is black. Instead, Realmworks will crop the rest of the map out that is um, concealed and, uh. and center <laughs> the bits that they've explored. So it, it reduces metagaming um, from, from players that say, I want to explore the big dark area to the right, um, which is, I think, something that so many GMs have experienced. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, I think if, if, GMs are exploring this feature. It's it's probably um, they'll be super excited to use it with maps, but I think there's a ton of potential to use it with other images. Um, so one thing that um, my husband uh, mentioned when um, he was uh, working on this feature um, from a development side is you can actually use it for um, maybe a scroll that your players are um, deciphering or um, or they're translating. So instead of just saying, okay, um, roll a you know knowledge check to see if you actually um, can translate this, um, instead you can have them do the checks, but as they're successfully completing the task, um, revealing the actual text to them, um, on the uh, image on the player view screen. So it actually ties in these mechanical uh, or these game mechanics into something that they can actually visualize and 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 um, feel some connection to. Sure. So there's a lot of potential, I think, with um, this this feature, and I'm excited to see it used for not just for maps, but for for other um other options as well, like uh, the translation or maybe going through circuit boards if you're, you know, uh, trying to uh, hack something. Um, so it's it's pretty, pretty darn cool. One of my favorite features. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I got three or four ideas right there when you were just describing the translation <laughs> idea and everything. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I think that was the main thing that I was like, oh, we didn't talk about that. And I, <laughs> I love it. It's one of my favorites. Oh, good, good. And that that's a feature you can get right now, people. Yes. You can go out and get it. And I'm not, uh, I, I want to make one thing clear. I'm not paid at all by Lone Wolf <laughs> to say this. It's a it's a product that I uh, really found very useful. Um, a lot of people know that I, I'm building a world right now in in uh, anticipation of the release of the new edition of Dungeons and Dragons this summer, um, and it's going to help keep everything straight. Uh, I'm already plugging a lot of information into it. Uh, I am on I am on a Mac. So my girlfriend uh, does not appreciate me stealing her PC. So as soon as you can get that web version up and running, I think she'll appreciate it. Um, but but other than that, man, it is it is a really nice product, and uh, everybody should definitely check it out. Um, you know, uh, it just came out. These guys are are very. Uh, susceptible to feedback they're listening their ears are open so you know that's the other thing is you you're getting a a intimate relationship with a company that's putting out a project that you know they're taking care of and they're taking seriously they want it to be good because it's their passion project guys they could be selling this to jj abrams and making millions of dollars (laughs) but instead they're bringing it to us the tabletop gamers because that's what they're passionate about they are gms they are gamers. You heard Liz's story. You know, she was a unicorn when she was five years old. So, <laughs> Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and he's he said it. It's true. If you have feedback, if you have suggestions, um, come uh, talk to us on our forums, forums.wolflair.com. We have a whole um, forum specifically dedicated to feature requests. And you will often see um, myself and, and members of the development team um, chiming in there and saying either, that's a great idea, we'll put it onto our to-do list, or, hey, we've thought about this, these are some of the, the technical uh, issues that we've run into, not to say that it won't happen, but it, it's, it's more <laughs> complicated than you might think. So we, we do um, engage people in, in discussion there, and we are listening. Uh, we have actually discussed um, user suggestions in, in our team meetings. Um, so it's not like you put it out there and we ignore it. We, we do take feedback. We've already, um, implemented ideas given to us by users. So please, um, give us your feedback and your suggestions. Yeah, that's great. I, I really, I love everything about the product. I love the cloud. I think the cloud already has its benefits if you're, you know, if you have a big honking PC <laughs> at home, but then you're going to a con and you need to get everything onto your laptop. You know, that's a great way right there. You can use the cloud to do it. Um, yes. So so you guys should definitely check out Realmworks and check out Liz's voice on the video. We're going to link you <laughs> all up in the show notes for this podcast. But uh, for those who are listening on some sort of podcatcher device that may not have the notes, Liz, where should they go to check everything out? You can check everything out on www.getrealmworks.com. So www.getrealmworks.com. All right. So what are you guys waiting for? Go there already. Okay. (laughs) Liz, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I had a lot of fun. All right, everybody. And that's the roundtable 15. 
But before we go, I want to remind you to check me out on Twitter. I'm at James Intercasso. That's at J-A-M-E-S-I-N-T-R-O-C-A-S-O. And you can check out my new blog, worldbuilderblog.me. That's all about Exploration Age, which is the fifth edition world I'm building. Please come check it out. I've been getting a lot of really great feedback from people, and I would love more. It's a world that doesn't exist in a vacuum, so I definitely want to hear what people think about it. Even if it's critical, shout me down. Let me know. All right. I want to thank our guest today, Liz Tice, for coming on and talking about Realmworks. I want to thank Jeff Greiner for letting the roundtable join the Tome Show lineup. I want to thank Eric Michaels, who is the guy who composed the theme music we're listening to right now. Don't forget to go to thetomeshow.com and use the affiliate links whenever you shop on Amazon or D&D Classics to help support this show. Also, like to thank our sponsor, noblenight.com. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you, and keep on rolling, keep on listening to The Roundtable.